0: This bridge in the town of Hassanabad collapsed after what's known as a glacial lake outburst released devastating amounts of water.
1: That's the BBC reporting on the unprecedented flood in Pakistan last month. Extreme floodwaters covered one-third of Pakistan and displaced 33 million people. Dry rivers in Europe halted barge traffic. Record low levels on the Colorado River in the southwest U.S. prompted emergency water supply cuts what does the science say about how climate change supercharged these climate extremes during the summer of 2022? Climate scientist Kevin Trenberth is a distinguished scholar at the National Center for Atmospheric Research in Boulder, Colorado. He's also an affiliated faculty member with the University of Auckland in New Zealand. Hi Kevin, welcome back to ClimateCast. Oh, hi Paul, how are you? Doing great, thank you. So what are the biggest events that you saw in the summer of 22 that made you say, hey, that's a climate change fingerprint?
0: There are always extreme weather events going on. We've seen a couple just recently with the hurricane in the Gulf uh, flooding uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, And so these, these events occur all the time. What the climate change aspect does is exacerbate all of the impacts of these otherwise natural events. So it's not as if we haven't had floods and droughts and heat waves and wildfires in the past it's that the ones that we have now are made more extreme by the climate change aspect
1: our infrastructure like rivers water supplies our cities are built on a certain set of assumptions from a previous climate what are the biggest changes you see to our ability to adapt to our new climate looking forward
0: managing water uh turns out to be, I think, the biggest challenge for climate change as a whole. The key thing is that in the places where it's not raining, things are actually drying out uh, more. And this uh, means that any natural drought that occurs is more intense. uh, And it sets the stage for heat waves. And that, in turn, sets the stage for wildfires. And so, the heat waves and the wildfires are occurring at one end of the water cycle, if you like, uh, where there's no rain occurring. And then the moisture that gets into the atmosphere gets carried by the winds to the places where it is raining. And then it gets concentrated in the storms and suddenly you've got too much uh, water. And so this, of course, relates to streams and lakes, but especially it relates to reservoirs and dams and some environmentalists don't like the idea of dams but actually they're very necessary in order to help manage water better and to deal with this issue of uh, the these extremes
1: from not having enough to suddenly having too much. Kevin, how should people think about climate change as they view these extreme weather events in real time? Yeah, so the biggest issue of course is the management of water and the fact
0: that water is a part of global warming. People think of global warming as being related to temperatures, but they don't associate it so much with these extremes of the drought and the heat waves and the wildfires on the one hand, and then on the other hand, the very heavy rainfalls that have led to extensive flooding in many places. And so all of these kinds of factors are big concerns with regard to uh, planning for and trying to build resilience to all of these uh, increasing extremes that we're
1: seeing. Kevin Trenberth with the National Center for Atmospheric Research in Boulder, Colorado. Thanks so much for sharing your perspective on ClimateCast today. You're most welcome. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.